When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coaches, today before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, CoachPad. Uh, no matter if you draw scout cards by hand or use a program on your computer, CoachPad will give you back time by never stuffing a binder again before heading out to practice. First 13.3-inch electronic device allowing coaches to clearly display scout cards outdoors in the sun has been a game changer for programs this past fall and those currently playing all across the country. This new technology allows coaches to coach and not the monotonous task of stuffing and dealing with binders on the practice field. Check out the Coach Pad and Coach Pad Mini on thecoachpad.com. Please make sure you check out our sponsors, our affiliates, and here is another episode of the Gap Down Backer Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Gap Down Backer podcast. Uh, today we have a fantastic guest, a year in the making, um, with a variety, due to a variety of issues that are outside both of our controls. Um, we have the uh, run game coordinator and offensive line coach at uh, Kent State University, uh, Bill Aboyo. Coach, how are you doing? Good, man, Nick. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Appreciate it. Like I said, it's been a, it's been a year long process and things outside of our control, but. I'm glad we could finally get you on. I've been, I've been looking forward to this because um, you guys do some really good stuff up there. Um, you've done a really good job at developing an offensive line. But kind of before we get into Kent State and kind of what you guys have done there, um, kind of how do you end up at Kent State as an O-line coach? Uh, basically, it's just all who you know, you know, just like everything. So uh, I met Coach Lewis when I was a head coach at, at Shattern State. Uh, out in Nebraska, and I uh, met him in Omaha uh, when he was at UNO and on the UNO staff and uh, uh, with Coach Middleton, our wide receiver coach, and also Coach Barton, our special teams coordinator. So I knew those guys. They worked my camps out there, and they used to come out, and uh, I was invited to go down there and speak at Omaha to the clinic by Coach Burns, the UNO's head coach, and Coach uh, Lou was on the staff and uh, met him there. So uh, Coach Middleton and myself were together at uh, University of South Dakota, and uh, Coach Mid was hired by Coach Lewis. Coach Lewis was going to bring one of his guys from Syracuse, and that kind of fell through. And Coach Lou kind of pumped me a little bit and got a call. So it was, you know, I did my first uh, first uh, FaceTime ever. Uh, in my bedroom on my mirror uh, and on my dresser because I didn't have a grease board. He threw an uh, interview at me in, a, in about 30 seconds. I had no idea it was coming and uh, hired me the next day. So it's been a, been a fun ride. Good. I mean, that's, that, that, you are true. That is who you know. And um, you mentioned some good coaches there because, I mean, I think that's one of the things I think at least us high school coaches in Ohio have kind of recognized is the quality of your staff. I mean, you mentioned Coach Barton there, and like I've heard him speak, and he is just—I love his energy personally. Um, yeah, 
And like I said, anytime I've listened to any of you speak, and like I said, we sat by each other at the state clinic this year. Um, like I said, you guys do a, a fantastic job. And I mean, before we get into line play is like, you, we've seen the transition of your program. Like I think I read, read today or yesterday kind of, I mean, I think his first year he's like two and 10, but you're like 17 and 14 since then. Like just the transformation that you guys have done with the program, the improvement in recruiting, um, the quality of coaches on your staff. I mean, what has it kind of been like to transform Kent State into from a, I mean, one of the probably the bottom two programs in the MAC for a long extended period of time to where it is? It's you're competing for MAC championships every year. You know, it's just uh, obviously it all comes from Coach Lewis. You know, and it's infectious. I mean, we've we've uh, we've all bought into what he's doing and the program and the guys he's brought with him and and uh, just our style of ball. You know, I'm probably about until last year I was about 22 years older than everybody else on the staff. So for me, it was you know to be uh, to be born again, really. You know, and and have a little excitement, and be able to move the ball around a little bit and and do some good things. So it, it's been. Uh, it's been a fun ride, man. Like I said before, and and uh, everybody's exciting. Everybody's uh, high energy. You know, we all work out together in the mornings and the afternoons. Um, you know, it's a good staff to be on. It's it's everything's positive. Um, of course, with our offensive style and everything going so fast, you know, and and what we do, uh, you have to do that all the time. I mean, it can't be a part time deal. You know, so we believe firmly in what we teach and uh, we live it every day in practice and go from there. So uh, it's, like I said, it's very infectious and it's an exciting time to be here at Kent. Now, I mean, you mentioned your tempo and, and like, I mean, it is like, it reminds me of like Chip Kelly tempo from like the heyday what, 10 years or so ago. And how, and, I, and I'm not going to ask you necessarily about the, truly just the tempo of your offense, but how is temp, has tempo and how fast you guys go affected how you teach O-line at all? Because, I mean, yeah, like, because you're a full go. It, it's it's affected how we recruit, you know, and, and I've run some tempo before, before I – this will be my 36th year in college ball and, and coming in a, a bit on some systems where we ran tempo. Uh, but we've nothing like this, you know, I, I heard, yeah, it's tempo. And when I came in, it's going to be pretty much the same deal, but the way we run things, how we practice it, you know, j- just the little nuances of, of what you do with the ball, how we place the ball, how, you know, there's so many things that come into it and, uh, it, it's a unique style and, and it affects definitely the offensive line and how we recruit. You know, I can't recruit a guy that's a blob that moves two yards, man, and watches the rest of the play. I mean, everybody on this offensive line has to be able to run. They have to be able to pull. Uh, we'll pull anybody, anybody from the center to, you know, every all five of them will pull, you know. So, I mean, I, I've got to be able to recruit a kid that's athletic and it finishes. You know, that's a big deal to me. So, um, uh, getting a kid that's – 3.30, you know, uh, is fine. But for us, anything over three, they better be able to run, you know. And f- the way we practice, um, you know, there's practices where we'll hit 130, 150 reps, you know, in team. And that's two 18-minute team periods. We are flat moving, you know. And the same thing, like you talked about, Nick, is, 
how do you coach that? And how, how do you work that? I mean, it, it's, you know, and I thought there's no way I'm going to be able to teach that on the run, how we move, but, you know, I've just kind of fell into it and bought into what we're doing and, and uh, the coaching goes on. Of course, we teach a lot off of film, uh, but, you know, during practice, it's, it's, we're moving, you know, and I set my individual up. We set our, our off season program up to accommodate what we do uh, offensively uh, a little bit more high rep, you know, our summers, we get after them uh, in the time we're allowed. And uh, those guys got to be in shape by the time we hit fall camp and better have their legs under. Them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you hit on a couple of things there that I kind of want to pick a brain on is first, I mean, you, and I'm kind of curious about this because I've heard uh, high school is obviously very different than college. I mean, especially I'm about mid tier size school here in Ohio. Um, so like, we have a lot of kids that go two ways and vice versa and meetings are a little different than it would be at a college level. And I know there's a lot of high school coaches that transition less in classroom time to more on field time in terms of how to introduce stuff. What is a typical classroom, well, classroom is probably better, a meeting room uh, meeting kind of look like for you? I'm a, I'm, I love the grease board. Don't get me wrong. But we'll, uh, We'll come in with the offensive line and we will uh, go through our film, the mistakes we made the day before. We'll cover it on the film, uh, talk about maybe some technique stuff and what we're doing. Of course, if there's any install at all, which we hardly ever do because everything's built in. And then we will, uh, I, I'm a big walkthrough guy, buddy. I'm, I'm, I like getting our guys out on the turf, you know, in the field house, you know, is my meeting times. And uh, I like them seeing things in front of them, see how they react, you know, so I'll, I'll draw up a wristband of everything we're going to see that week, you know, and we probably do more walkthroughs than I do anything else uh, of those guys going through. And, and just like you talked about before with our tempo, you know, I'll reline them and, and we'll, we'll rapid fire plays and, and have them react and have them get their calls out and have them move. So Big hands on, like like I told you before, and not so much the grease board because, you know, and coach hits on it all the time. I mean, in order to keep these guys' attention, you know, it's if you're pushing 45 minutes and you're in their lecturing, you're going to lose these guys, you know. So I mean, we're I'm I'm more visual. I'm more hey, we're we're actually going to do some things. So that's how I handle my meetings. Now, now, with you running 130 to 150 plays in the team, I'm obviously you're probably not getting to every play in your meeting. I mean, that's that's no. So, so how do you select like this is what we're going to hit on? This is we're going to skip by this for now. How do you make that decision on the filter down to what you watch in your meeting? I, I think if it's a, a direct scheme deal where we're not, it's not getting communicated right. Uh, we're we're not adjusting right to what we're seeing then that's the stuff I pick out. So when we sit down and we watch practice film together right after practice, um, I'll have, I'll mark everything that I want to watch. And just like you said, I'm not going to be able to watch, you know, a typical practice. We're getting, you know, hundred plays in, I, I might have 20 to 30 that I've cut up and being able to explain, all right, this is what we're seeing in sour hand on this, whatever. But uh, you know, it's, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, we can't cover everything, but the major flaws in the scheme, I'm going to touch. Okay. Now, I mean, kind of going back to your line practice, like when you're such high tempo, what does your typical practice schedule look like for an offensive line unit? 
And then how much time do you typically get? Obviously, you're going to steal time from special teams here or there. I think that's kind of the general consensus amongst college coaches. Like, your offensive linemen aren't going to be on kickoff or kick return. I mean, so there's some easy time to steal time. But where, how are you adjusting – have you adjusted your offensive line practice schedule? And then kind of what is your – what does a general offensive line day look like for you? I'm pretty fortunate because Coach Lou is a huge O-line fan. And, you know, coming from Wisconsin, playing tight end there and what we do. So I'm going to get my individual time every day. So I steal a lot of time. These guys make fun of me, some of these young coaches and stuff. Because just like I said, we'll, we'll be in film and I'll be out of film fairly quick. And then we're right over all our guys will come dressed, ready to practice to my film because we'll go right over and start whether we're out on the field or in the indoor. And then we'll, we'll start a walkthrough. That's my meeting, you know, so I'll, I'll steal that time. You know, if we have to go through blitz, I like to do typically do blitz first and wake them up a little bit on what we're going to see that week. And then we'll go through, uh, we'll go through once practice starts, we'll have a walkthrough. Uh, we'll go team stretch and then we're off. I, I get the tackles in our centers. I think we do something really unique here that I absolutely love. Uh, it's the only place I've ever really seen anybody do it. And I'm sure some other teams do it, but we call it snap school. So right when we're out of flex, we go right to snap school. So it's five to eight minutes. All the centers go with all the quarterbacks and they move up and down the field every three to five yards, uh, calling plays. So all the quarterbacks will be underneath and they go through all their snap scenarios. So the, the centers are snapping, they're moving. You know, I'll throw my guards in there. I'll throw some tackles in there. And I think, all right, you guys might have to snap because if you're ever on the road and you lose two centers, you know, which I've been in that, that boat before, and you throw a guy in there that hadn't snapped, and especially shotgun, you're screwed. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm making sure the guys that I think can get the calls out and move, I'm putting them with the quarterback. So we call it snap school. So once we get through snap school, during that time, uh, I'm with uh, mostly the tackles during that time. So I can squeeze in some spot drills, some specific drills that I think they need to work on every day. You know, we might touch on a new step, you know, something else we're working on that week, a uh, new look that we're going to see, but I'll steal some time there. Once we're done with that, we go right into uh, a special team segment. Like you said, I'll get an individual segment. Uh, we jump around quite a bit. So I'll go from individual to uh, maybe a group period where I have the tight ends and coach Barton coaches our tight ends. So he'll come down with me, work our tight end stuff together for maybe three to five minutes. And then we're off to uh, more individual and then we're team run or team inside. And then we're back into an individual period. I'll steal some pods right after that. Or what pods are, are uh, center guard tackle or center guard guard or center guard tackle tied in. Uh, usually I'll have two sets, a right side and a left side, and a D-line will come over with us and we'll work our combos. And I can call those either way, you know, so we'll work a lot of that. So, and then we're into a team competitive period, you know, whether it be uh, uh, with a defense during that time or whether it be a service defense during that time. And for what we do, it's the first place I've also been ever that, that uh, we actually take a break during practice to give our kids, we give them five minutes. So after all that's done, we'll give them a five minute break. Uh, during that time, we don't have any interaction with those guys. They're off the field. They can do whatever they want. 
uh, you know, all the Gatorades out there, the uh, electrolytes, whatever, the trainers are taking care of them. And then we're right back. We go into an individual period again, because uh, that's another special team period coming out of that. And it's a shorter one, maybe 12 minutes. And I'm, I'm getting individual time during that. Usually I spend that most of that time on just pass pro technique. And then we're into one-on-ones with our D-line. And then we'll do a team competitive drill or we're back in the team, you know, uh, service team. And the thing about our practices is we move so fast. We're on the clock for everything. And the periods jump around a little bit that our, our guys are moving everywhere. And we're only out there, buddy, maybe. If we ever go over two hours and 15 minutes, something's wrong. You know, so normal yeah. time on the field, we're, we're, it's short, but we are moving. Yeah. Now, I mean, you mentioned earlier that you're a big step guy. I think, I think, I don't remember if we said that on this or off this. And um, where do you, I mean, let's start, let's start with this. How particular are you? Cause I know some guys are, it, it, it varies depending on the, the kid. Some like, I'll use wide zone example. Some are huge bucket step guys. And work the crap out of that. Some are more flat step or kind of varies on who you see. How in depth are you with your steps, and where do you start with that? I, I'm I'm a little bit different in my steps anymore, uh, just because of I teach more more shoulder tip to chin, and how you get to shoulder tip to chin is how I teach anymore on our footwork. Okay. Because everything in our run game is, to me, is shoulder tip to chin. You know, whether we're down blocking, whether we're, like you said, your stretch steps, whether we're zone getting vertical, you know, some things like that. Uh, but it's all shoulder tip to chin. So how you get there and how you take that second step, um, and I call them a catch step as our first step, and a drive step as our second step. And I know it's opposite for people that know that, that uh, sequence. I call it a little bit different because to me, your first step, you're catching it and your second step, you're driving off of it. Uh, so that's how I teach it, but it's all based on where we're putting body parts on that D line. And then that's how I base it. Now I'll, I'll break it down a little bit more. Uh, we talk a lot about with our gap scheme stuff on opening the hip by opening that knee to open the hip. So the second step can come through. Uh, we'll talk about locking the hip on our zones where we get vertical. So I'm watching that kneecap a lot and I'm watching what they're doing in their stance, how they set their stance, where those knees are inside over the insteps. So we don't have any false steps and they're already cocked and ready to come out of that. So a little bit more time, I'm a huge technique guy, man. I love the technique part of it. And to me, if you're an offensive line coach and you're not picking something up every year, you know, there's something wrong because it changes every year. You know, the stuff I'm teaching right now, five years ago, I didn't even touch. You know, and I'm looking back on why in the hell did I do that stuff? You know, not not that it was bad or wrong or anything yeah. else, but just the stuff that I'm picking up now makes so much more sense. I don't know if that's with age, with slowing down and not trying to do 500 drills that you never do during what you watch on film, you know, and, and really limiting kind of what we're doing, but being more masters of, of how we do it. Now, I, I kind of want to build off that, Now I want to get a little more depth, whether, partly for me and partly for anybody listening who might be unsure on some stuff is you said shoulder tip to chin. Like, for example, it's like if you were teaching a down block to an incoming freshman, 
How would you go through that process of an inner dap scheme teaching a down block for shoulder tip to chin? Well, I, what I was going to show you tonight, I have all that right. on, you know, so I'll, I'll walk you through it of how right. we do it. You know, it's just my, all my contact information, anybody wants it. So this is just what we've done. Offensive overview, how we, you know, some of the stuff you asked before, what we do. Yeah. Those, what we've done since we've been here, you know, what they did in 17. And then when we got here in 18, what we've done number wise. Gap schemes, what we've done this year, you know, what we averaged for gap scheme stuff. And I just talk about, you know, again, I just put in some plays in here, Nick. Okay. I put I put three plays in of our power, our counter, and uh, just a, a different look of it, a counter with our tight end in there. Here's our gap scheme. This is, you know, why we do it. You know, it's an attitude run. You know, we, we call it, um, you know, basically, I mean, Coach Lou calls it mama. You know, that's, you know, it's our power. Yeah. And that's what we got to be able to hang our hat on. And to me, it's a big equalizer uh, for us up front because we're, if you look at us in the league, you know, we're, we're not near the size of some of the schools that, are, you know, are in this league offensive line wise. You know, and those guys do a great job in this league. There's some really good offensive line coaches in this league. But, you know, we're not the size and we don't have the strength. So we rely a lot on our speed and then the angles. You know, that's a big deal to us. And when you talk about angles, we're looking at technique, what you asked before. So simple rules. We're an A-gap uh, gapping unit team, which is different from a lot of people. We don't we don't work out to B. You know, that's that's not in our uh, that's not in our uh, progression. Everything's A-gap. So multiple formations, multiple ball carriers several different pulling combos you know everybody thinks we run a lot of different schemes for different type of plays but you know we're just going to change some pulling combinations is what we're going to do based on what we're seeing you know and then of course throwing the rpos off of it so that's a big deal to us gap integrity is huge and this is the first drill we teach that i teach and i call this box fit finish it's an everyday drill for me so as soon as we get into where I have the whole offensive line unit together, this is a competitive drill. So I'll put them in a fit and I'll have them settle their insteps. I don't start anything from a stationary uh, fit because we don't do that. You know, we're on constantly feeling our insteps. And my big thing about run blocking is I want that butt back. I want the bend in the knees. I want those Z's going, you know, uh, in the hip, in the knee, in the ankle and keeping that butt back through the whole block. Now, of course, on the finish, you'll see a snap a little bit, but for me, I want this, this downhill skier look, man, where you got that bend. And the best thing about our blocking that I really get into is I don't let that face leave the jersey, whether it be a shoulder tip or a face. I want everything in tight so that defender can't shuck us, he can't. I don't want heavy hands where we extend our hands and push. We're driving people with our legs, you know, an upper body, you know, once we get in. So call this box fit finish or BFF. And I had that defender just kick the hell out of them, jerk them, turn them, get their, their shoulders turned. And the defender's job in this drill is to try to get by them and turn them and score through the other end. The offensive guy, we're either going to finish them through the back line, which is a complete butt kicking. Or if we get our shoulders turned and he wants to take a side, we launch him out the side of the box and finish with our hand and run him by. 
you know, it's a box foot finish, great drill. And this gets all into what we work every day. If I want to put a zone drill with it, uh, I'll just start them off in our zone drill. And it's just our basic zone drill, shoulder tip to chin. If you're looking at the guy on the right, we're just putting right or our right shoulder tip in the chin as quick as we can with an uppercut where that right thumb is pointed straight out to the sideline where we're throwing an uppercut. I don't want to see elbows from behind. So we're fitting it and then we're going right into a box fit finish. You know, so I'm making these guys fire their core, fire their insteps. And it's a competitive deal, man. I want to see the ones versus twos. You know, I want these guys to work the hell out of each other during individual. So we get into what we call zone drill. Uh, like I told you before, coach, it's a shoulder tip to chin. That's how we teach our, our run blocking. And we're looking for vertical movement. This will be your covered lineman in our, in our zone play. So what we do is zone drill. This is an everyday, everyday drill. Also, I'm teaching it right here in fall camp. I'll put the defender in a four point just to make us get our pad level down. Okay. Uh, I don't like those guys standing up. So I'm going to put them in a four point and we're just working fits here is all we're doing. That's so you, question. You, you, yeah. I mean, I've seen guys, I mean, is your guards always in a three and your tackles always in a two or how, how or do you modify that depending on the kid? Our guards are in a three and our tackles are always in a two. Okay. So, I mean, that, that is, that's our offense, you know, because what we ask are, and like I said earlier, if you'd have ever told me how to taught our tackles being in a two point seven, eight years ago, I'd have said, you're crazy. <laughs> you know, I, I'm never going to do that because they catch, but everything we ask our tackles to do, they can do out of a two point. Okay. You know, and, and especially being able to see the edge, see a little bit better on what's happening outside of them, you yeah. know, and I've even kicked around possibly putting our guards into a, a two point. Haven't got there yet. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> enough about it. You know, right now, I mean, we're going to keep her a little bit lower and you, and you can see by the kid in the middle here, Jack, he's, he's really torquing that knee to the inside. So I know his insteps are in the ground. And if you watch him, not so much the kid on the right, because I, I hate that pitcher right there. You know, because he's giving up nothing but chest right off the bat. He's winding up that airplane look coming in. He's going to get his fat chest punch straight off. Okay, so I, I want the elbows in. I want us rotating, and I want us fitting the shoulder tip and running. So, kid in the center does a pretty good job. But just we're just teaching the fit here. Is all I'm doing. I'm a big run your feet guy. I, I don't like choppy steps. You know, so we're we're going to run our feet on contact and you're going to see some good and bad and stuff. And then uh, this is the best drill I do. I learned it. Jeez. Probably if I've been coaching for 36 years, uh, probably 35 years ago from an old coach at the university of Illinois when Mike white was there. And it's just, they're both on offense. I put them in a shoot. Um, we'll do it outside too, but they're both on offense and they're both working on movement on a 45. I want to see movement zone drill where we're not going lateral we're not catching but they're both working for the same thing so they're both working shoulder tip to chin they're both on offense they're both going to capture with that offhand and they're running vertical the kid on the right you know it's a great example probably one of the better ones i mean you can see how fast he sinks the shoulder tip how he sinks the uppercut and he's running no choppy steps you know you can teach us if you're teaching stretch for me, I teach it with our inside zone. And it's it's an attitude deal, man. 
So what you're seeing right here is the two, two right tackles, the number one right tackle and the number two right tackle going at it. You know, and it could take about four steps. This was a center and our starting uh, left guard, our starting center and starting left guard. It's just a matter of who's going to get their drive step upfield and their catch step on the ground and run and fit that shoulder tip and go. Okay. I can just let these go. I mean, just different looks at it. Hand placement, how vertical we're getting. No, I really like and, this. And, and again, I'm not, like I said before, Coach, I'm not a, I don't like our guys rolling their hips. You know, I want, I want their hips back and I want that leverage where they're running off the ball. You know, I, I don't, I hate the choppy step stuff, man, because you don't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, and what you were asking about is the 40, I call it the 45 drill. This is how we teach our down blocks. So our down block drill, if you're looking at it, I, I'm really looking at the, uh, the inside of that knee. Okay. So here you have a left and here you have a right. Okay. This, he's a right guard for us. He's a left tackle for us. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking at the left knee right off the bat and I want to see him swing that knee open on the down block. I love working the balls. I don't work hand shields. You know, you'll see a few hand shields, but I don't work a sled. The only sled I use is a crowther because you don't fit a flat surface. You know, I'm not asking ever asking our kids to fit a flat surface because their hands are going to be open. Their elbows are going to be out when they make contact. So everything we hit is, is a, either a small round target or those small little hand shields that have the shoulder tips on them. Okay. So here I'm putting the ball on the hip and I want to see us open the hip by swinging the knee open. And then our drive step comes through. So our drive will come through. And the best thing about it is when they hit the drive, their base is wide. You know, they, they've got that base underneath them that they need instead of crossing over. You know, what, what I used to teach on the down blocks, which I got completely away from, is taking a step. So, you know, if I'm going to ask this right or this kid on the left to take a step or right, they're going to lock that hip. And then they're going to bring their drive step and cross it over and be a narrow base. So that defender can either get upfield on them or he can backdoor them. You know, I want that base when they're coming in. So we're just swinging the knee open. I call it a pivot step. If you watch a kid on the right, I mean, that's a great job. And then you're dragging the backhand, and that's what you call your capture hand. I'm going to capture that hip. And my inside hand is our thumb lift, just like we teach in the run blocking, everything. And then they're going to drive the back knee upfield and climb the back. Here you're getting a side view on. Now we pound the hell out of the hip. So I want to knock that hip. I'm telling that guard, to, hey, knock him two gaps, man. Knock that hip off. So this would be like a right guard blocking back on a, on a nose because we have our center either pulling or the center's jamming it and backing up and hitting the back door. You know, so you're getting a good looks at both sides. And I, I just threw a couple different views on here. So you're seeing them work that down block and swinging that knee open and their momentum and their base should get them up field. Okay. But, and again, what I love about that base is when they make contact, they've got a base and they're not narrow. They're not going to get cross-faced, and they're not going to get anything to back out on them. And then I'm going to turn it up, and I'm going to put it live. So what I do is I put a cone here, right here. Yeah. And then and I, I tell this defender, and these are offensive linemen. Everybody knows 
when you get when you're in your own group, you can't get the D lineman. I mean, it's it's um, most guys struggle with it, but I'm in these guys all the time to compete against each other. So I, I'm a big box guy, so I'm gonna put his foot on the box. He's a left guard, and I'm gonna tell this the defensive guy, "Hey, get across this cone as fast as you can." Now we're going off the offensive lineman's movement, so I just tell him I don't give him a cadence on this. You're going off that old lineman's movement, so that D lineman can't cheat. And you're now you're seeing everything come together live. So we're going as fast as we can and working the same technique. Here, what here? Yeah, you know, I, I just put this on here because of the false step. He jumps off sides on this, but it, you can see him swinging that knee open, and you can see that right foot one to come. And all he did was open his knee. He didn't take a step. He just opened in that left knee. Yeah. Here, Nate, the other guard, this is starting right tackle against the right starting right guard, comes right back into him and jams him just like a D lineman would trying to trying to press it back. But he's got a decent base under him and he gets underneath it and he can take it vertical on a 45. Yeah, I really like this, coach. I like I like how you're teaching your down blocks. Yeah, and again, it's it's all this Jew is really good at this, this left guard. I mean, just watch his left foot. And all I'm doing is telling them, just like I talked about before, I'm not, hey, you got to six, step six inches. You got to step a foot. I don't give a damn. Swing your knee open. And when he swings the knee open, it unlocks this hip. Yeah. And now he can adjust. If this kid wants to get a field, if he wants a back door, but he can adjust off his drive. You know, and again, we're pounding the hip, climbing upfield. So that's our that's our 45, and it just looks at it, and this is our inside period. Of course, every D, every D quarter in the nation cheats her butt off in this and brings <laughs> 500 different types of pressures. And, you know, so right now you're watching our center left guard left tackle. They're all 45 in these. And this is our gapping unit also. So nothing crosses your face. So you're seeing three 45s right here. And I'll get into this power stuff later, how we shuffle and how we do some other things. That's great, Coach. I, I see where it translates. It's uh, Yeah, and, and like I said before, buddy, it's what we do, you know, I'm, I'm not going to take them out there and I'm not going to go through 50 drills that we don't work. You know, here, here we call what, our, our, what we have a flat call. So if we're getting pressure, we knew out of this front, it's more of a three-three look, and we knew where linebackers are going to be shooting gaps, so we just call this a flat call. So we we call flat, and we go flat down the line of scrimmage. Just if you watch a left guard here, he bypasses the nose because that's his job. He's flat all the way across. I don't want him getting vertical, and this takes care of any penetrator, anything like that. So the whole gapping unit goes flat, and it's just off of our counter look. This is a launch drill, and uh, basically, all we this is, this is more of a zone drill, also. Yeah. But you're going to see several launches in this. Um, all we're going to do is, like I said before, these guys are the play is going to their right. Uh, it could be a zone drill, also, if you wanted to. They're going to bury their head in there. They're they're going to be in a good demeanor. They're settling their in steps. I don't want anything stationary, because you if if a kid's stationary, he's getting his butt kicked. You know, the D lineman's moving on them. And the, kid, and the people we play, even in our league, you know, they're, they've got great D linemen that can move. So 
we're going to settle our insteps, feel your insteps, and then we're going to drive them on, drive them out. And then we're going right to just like a shot put launch. If we feel that defender start to cross our face, we're going to go right to a launch and finish. Now, one, one good thing about this is I don't let them push, you know, so I, I don't want to see them push this defender off and lose contact. You know, if they lose contact, this kid can make the play. That defender can come off. So we finish, we run our feet, and we launch and finish through. So this is a launch drill. And you'll see this a lot in our gap scheme stuff, especially when we're two gapping. Watch a kid on the inside. I mean, just to, and again, we're working each other here at offensive line. So we're working launches. Same thing right here. Just a quick pop from the right guard. It's right guard and right tackle. And just popping him, launching him back across his face. Called rip and sink off the wall. Pad level's a little high here. This kid just came over as a D tackle. We work him in. He'll be a guard for us this year. But he's a little high at right guard. And, but you can see the two cap by the by the tackle. And then he goes right to a launch and finishes him. And again, for me, if they're not running their feet like that, then that seam never opens. So don't be satisfied with just sitting there. You know, I want them to finish with the launch. So good look at our inside there. A couple moments. This is the left guard. Here he's reaching. We knew we were going to get a pinch. So he reached, he grabbed him, launched him off, and the tackle's there to hit the hip and more up. You were kidding about how some of your kids could move. Like when Buddy, I mean, we're, we're – but, you know, it's – we're, we're not near, you know, I think about Northern Illinois. I think about Toledo. I'm, and again, I'm talking about some of the league, some of the offensive lines in our, in our uh, conference, man, those big cats can move too. Yeah. You know, but we, I, you know, we're getting there, you know, we've got size coming in, you know, but in order to play in this offense, you better be an athlete. And it's a fun offense, man. I'm, I'd have loved to play in this offense because we pull, we'll pull anybody. You know, and, and we'll look at our schemes and we'll, how we can move and things like that. But you better be able to run and you better be able to get downfield. Yeah. You know, and that, that's a big thing to me. So here's our here's our deuce combos. You know, it's our tackle guard combo, you know, but we're putting all three of these drills together is what it is. So I'll teach it from a ball and you're seeing a zone redirect by the left guard, left tackle here. But watch the left guard zone. I call this a zone redirect. So he's going to step away, and then he's going to rip his kneecap right back through the groin in this defender, and he's getting vertical, and he's going to free his inside hand. And, you know, we'll hit big on gapping unit. So he's he's aware of the gapping unit. If that backside linebacker would trigger, he can come off right now because if he buries his right hand or turns his right shoulder, he's never going to be able to get out of that. Yeah. And it's a 45 drill. So we're just putting them together now. Zone technique or our deuce on a one. This would be the left guard and left tackle again. On a one, we're we're working a zone drill, is all it is for that for that guard. He's gonna work, he's gonna put shoulder tip in the chin, and he's gonna work vertical because we're not 45 in that all the way across. Now our tackle's coming out of 45 and reacting to it, but we're just teaching it here. And now you're seeing on both sides. So on the right, you're seeing a left side, left, you're seeing a right side. Here's a one technique. Real good job by the one on the right. 
we, we just go through scenarios and, you know, everybody's in the same boat anymore. We can only hit so much, you yeah. know, but here, here's a three technique on a guard. I teach a little bit different on a three technique. We're not going to 45 this. It's not a real good job by the one on the left, you know, uh, big Savion. I mean, it's a short step. I like the one on the right, but we're, I'm going to teach that tackle to treat this like his own drill. We're going to go vertical with that on that three. So we get vertical movement. There's a good, and I'm a big drop the shoulder tip guy too. So we were teaching this in spring last year. And we're, we're just dropping that. We're dropping that shoulder tip, that left shoulder tip. Because to me, how you fit this stuff is it's like a puzzle. If you come in shoulder to shoulder, you're going to knock each other off. You know, so I like the covered guy even in our zone game, but this is all of our gap stuff. We're going to dip that shoulder and throw a hook and lift and run. I'm not a gallop guy. I don't teach a gallop. You know, most, some guys will call this gallop. I, you know, he shouldn't be galloping. You know, we're, we're, again, we're running our feet. I want to see guys that can run. Here's our pod looks, you know, coach Farrell, D line coach does a great job. So I'm, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have him He'll coming together and work pods with me every day. You know, so I get a good look at it. So we're just working our deuces here. And I think about pods, I can go either way. I, if I wanted to, I'll go, I can go stretch this way. I can go, you know, gap scheme this way. I, I can do zone away or add it, you know, so I'm going to change it up. We don't always do the same stuff, but we work all of our steps here. And we get about an eight minute period of this, you know, we're rapid firing. I got a right side and a left side going, you know, but now you're seeing that three technique. You're seeing that tackle come in and treat him more a little bit more square. And the guards fit the shoulder tip, freeing his right hand and riding it up. And we'll work our different gap schemes. Same thing here. Now, with the four eyes and the, and the, the odd looks now, this is where the guard is uncovered and we got a four eye. And I mess with this a bunch, and I'm sure a lot of guys do this same stuff. I'm not going to 45 this. You know, I tell this tackle, hey, drive this just like you would a zone drill. I want to see you bury right through the center. Now, you're going to go more center line on this. But again, for me, and he, he gets his head on the backside here, though. But I'm telling him, all right, right shoulder tip to chin, more center line, and run him straight vertical as quick as you can. So he gets his head on the backside, but he adjusts. And we're, we're just knocking that four eye off the ball. I don't want to feel this. I don't want to have guys, like I said, I'm not going to take choppy steps and 45 this because we're going to get penetration. You know, we, we harp every day. I probably say it 5,000 times. Movement, finish, and gapping unit. Don't let anybody cross your face. Here's a start right tackle from this year. You know, it's a good job now. Most guys will say, all right, it's a stalemate. He's not getting his job done. But if we're, if we're running a gapping unit here on the right, He's doing a good job. He's burying that back shoulder tip, and he's finishing. Here, here you're seeing gapping in integrity, you know, over on the right side. So don't like the don't like the right guard steps. We work a zone redirect, and we work a bang, depending on what we're seeing. A bang is when you step directly, like he's doing here, but he but he doesn't reaccelerate that inside foot. But the right tackle does a good job. And again, gap integrity, eyes are inside for that right guard. As soon as his gap's threatened off of the combo, 
he's got a trigger and he barely hits the hip here and we're through. And a lot of guys ask, you know, especially with our, our, our power, and this is our power looks, but you can see our guard here. And we call this a shuffle pull and I'll get to that here pretty quick. It's pretty unique. I pulled this out of the archives from way back uh, <laughs> when I was watching some old uh, New York Giants stuff and uh, love what it did. And it took me, you know, I was scared to death coming into Coach Lou's system, you know, with without as much gap stuff as he taught on how to teach this. But, you know, we shuffle, we plant, we insert, you know, and it's worked really well for us. Uh, I, to me, that's, I mean, this is my perspective, just look at it. For somebody who maybe doesn't have his athletic lineman at the high school level limited on what who you get, you don't get to recruit stuff. That almost seems an easier than teaching a, a true skip pull to me. Well, for me, I'm not a skip pull guy. I, th okay. I think what you're looking at, and I'll get to this here pretty quick because I do a whole segment on the on the shuffle. I call it a shuffle pull, where we're staying square. Here's the same thing: right guard, right tackle, gapping unit, backer yeah. triggers. We're going to come off right now. And this is off our power look also. And we're, fellas, we're an A-gap power, man. You know, we're not going to change it. Here we're getting movement, you know, so we're getting an ET on the right. Double ET, really. Both sides are running ETs. And they're triggering the backside backer. You know, so once, once our guard saw that three technique go away, the right guard, he triggers on a linebacker coming. And our right tackle really does a good job. I want to see him launch this more and finish. He's, his pad level is too high, but he needs to run that by more so we can clear this. But you're seeing our right guard come off and trigger on this. And it's and nothing crosses your face in the gapping unit. And this is off of um, um, a little bit more off our counter with our, what is our counter with our tight end pulling. There's just some different looks of how we work it. Tray, everybody runs a tray with a tight end set. So we go through it just like we teach everything else. It's no different than the deuce. It's no different than the three drills we work. You know, and some of those drills are, are two of them are strictly zone drills that we incorporate in with this. Here's that four eye. We're just working on getting vertical. And you're seeing some trays. It's a slip over on the left. Guards too fast on this, the right guard. But just some looks at different looks from it. That's our right side, a little bit different play. This is this a, a tight end lead and a tackle pull play that we also run. So, but, but the best thing about it is what I said is if you look play side, nothing changes for us. We might, we might run. 16 different pulling combinations, but it's still gapping in a play side. And this is a good look at a tray. We're tagging the hip, climbing, and finishing. So some different looks there. Good look at a tray. There's our shuffle insert. He's a little wide. Guard, I don't like that. I'd rather see him plant, go see him cross his feet there. Left guard. And that, that's a good thing about the shuffle pool, which I'll get to is your base and you actually have power underneath you. You're not running with your feet together. Like I talked about the 45 drill where you come down and the guy has a tendency to 
put his base together or his feet together. This is a crush on the backside. It's just a simple tackle drill. We shuffle lateral, and that's a big thing is lateral. We don't work into the line of scrimmage because if that end triggers and gets upfield, we're not going to be able to come off on him. So we go lateral as fast as we can. I call it a stinger or an inside hand, a drag hand. So he's working that right hand. He's going to sting with that and close that Y gap. I call the backside gaps X and Y. You know, so how I, how we communicate is X and Y and Z and U on the backside, A, B, C, D on the play side. You know, especially when they communicate to me on the sideline of backers come or there's so many cross backer looks and things like that now. So I know what they're talking about. But he's, he's checking Y gap with his hand and he's coming back out. So we call this a crush. You're seeing a good job on a shuffle pull here okay. by, our, by our left guard. I'll get to that here pretty quick. A little bit different look, different play for us, but you're seeing a good crush by the right tackle. He doesn't have to come down that far on a 1X, but it's a good crush how he gets lateral and comes back out. Here's our shuffle pull. Biggest thing behind me, and Ken, Coach, if you want me to stop. Good, good. You keep going. I'm loving this, especially with me taking back over offensive line of the head coach. Like that, I'm, That's I'm, fine. I'm, 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 in, I'm in heaven right now. And just shoot me your email. I'll send you this. Okay. Um, but but shuffle pull is – my whole thing is plant and insert, okay, because you're going to have a base underneath you. And, and how I teach it right off the bat is – and I'll show it. Um, I had to put something in that Coach brought over because Coach Lou's big on this. He's a huge gap guy, man. You know, everybody thinks we throw the ball and, you know, we're going to do it. But he, he's more of a run guy than anything. When I, when I had COVID and I had to miss, man, he – you know, I was lucky to have a job when it came back because he took over the line. So uh, he, he's got a little old line in him. Uh, but we call it a gorilla touch. So it's the strongest, most powerful block you can have in the nation where you drop that shoulder tip, the foot hits, and you go low to high with that shoulder tip. So the foot's planted, and I'll show you that. And our biggest thing on our shuffle pull, as I talked about before, we are an A-gap gap team. Yeah. So the A gap's never going to change. So if that guard pulls on a shuffle pull on power and he does his shuffle pull right, if the tight end's standing in there, if the other, if the tackle's standing in there, we're going to blow that out. We're going to swab the hole is what we call it. So anything in there, that's his job. Get vertical, swab the hole. And it doesn't have to be the play side linebacker, but yeah. that's who he's, that's who he's eyeing as he goes. Okay. So first drill I do, I put a cone at a 45, and they have to lose ground and get behind it. So they're kicking that out. All their weight's on their back in step, and they're kicking that out. And why we do that is to clear the down block. I don't want them going lateral because they're going to get pinched off. So we clear. So what you're seeing is a left guard on the right here and a right guard on the left. So they're working that kick. That's the first thing we teach. I put the cone there so they have to get behind it. So I knew, know they're losing ground. So now we put in the shuffle and I have a plant and you'll see him stick the kid on the left does a good job. Jack does a good job too, but really emphasize that sticking that outside foot. Seems sticking right there. Mm -hmm. So now look at their base, you know, instead of skip pole or everything else and, and they're not nothing wrong with that, that's, you know, but I, I just don't teach that. I want this base. I want yeah. them to be able to get vertical out of this base. And it's a power base to me. 
instead of having your feet together, turning sideways and getting downhill. And, and you can track the backer and you can see what's going on. When I first learned this, I was going, you know, when I watched it a bunch and, and North Dakota State used to run the hell out of this, you know, but they're a little bit more a gap also. They were, uh, but, you know, it, it's getting vertical, you know, and Coach Fuchs does a great job of teaching this. He's, he's at Kansas right now, but it, same principle plant and then we go to a full plant stick get vertical and then you're going to watch them gorilla touch see them drop their drop that shoulder tip yeah and they're they're blowing everything out they might have two linebackers on that outside but we don't chase linebackers so if two linebackers want to scrape over the top i'm letting them go you might have two guys on your shoulder you know i, I don't really don't give a dang get vertical and clear it out so then I'll, I'll steal the receiver's U bar or whatever the heck you want to call it. And I'll just, I'll just work on that little, that tight getting through. And I know a lot of guys, especially I, I'm, I'm, I'm the youngest of six boys. So three of my older brothers were, were great high school coaches and you know, one of them still going on, but uh, you know, they, they're going to win in the hell do you get time to do all this stuff, you know? And to me, you got to make time that you want to come out early, you know, but, just that they believe in it. So there's your gorilla touch, working through a gap, blowing it out. So we're working a fit. Here's a left guard in the center. And I always have our centers for the most part. You know, you're going to see some drills where we don't, but they're always snapping and moving at the same time. I don't ever let those guys do anything stationary. Plant, vertical, gorilla touch. Jack does a good job of this. The Crowther, which I told you, I don't, I'm not a big sled guy, but I do use the Crowther. We'll stand on this. You know, I have a coach standing on that. I've just got, I was probably, I don't know how far out of my brace on this one when I filmed this one. So I wasn't going to stand on that. <laughs> but I'm just working the vertical. There's your grill. And, and they have to grill a touch this thing. You're seeing them plant the foot. If you watch 56, you know, Jack does a good job, but you watch them plant the foot and the shoulder tips coming through at the same time. And it's a lift. It's a low to high and 56 here does a good job. You see him going low to high and blowing it out. Don't just come through and stationary and blunt it. You know, we want to hit it, lift it and run it. Yeah. And I'll just put some agiles. I'm, you know, I'm big on, it's the same drill, but I'll change it up, you know, maybe once or twice a week and give them a different look. Now they're working a little bit, a little bit more on, on a hand shield. Those little hand shields, but big A. And this might be a little quick. You see, you see 75 here. Jude yeah. does a good job. The kid on the top, he does a really good job. You can see him plan it. This is what you don't want him to have him start to do. You see 75, he's in such a big hurry to get downhill. And once they start turning, speeding this thing up, linebackers are going to come underneath them. Yeah. And they're going to miss them. You know, I'll guarantee you. You know, I can show you a million different clips. You know, so we, I make them stop half the time. So if you watch a kid on the top, he'll stick it. And it, I'll make them, if they're, if they get fast, I'll have them hesitate. And here we work on just tracking that back. Where's he going to be? And so you can still see him getting vertical through that little U bar, little U shoot. And now he's tracking it to where the backer's at. Putting a gorilla touch on. This is a great drill. You want to just go through your combo, your deuce, and have them have that kid. 
And another good thing about the shuffle is shoulders are always square. I'm never going to get hurt by coming in at a bad angle. Yeah. And when I make contact, I'm, I'm square, man. I'm square on contact. I'm not just getting a piece. I'm getting it all. Boom. Just working on the fits. You know, I don't have to hit the hell out of them, you know, to work this drill. And you can get, you can get a million different looks at it. You know, there's a bunch of them in here, but this is a good example of swabbing the hole. Yeah. You know, this left guard's backer is right here. That's his responsibility. You know, so as he's shuffling, he's eyeing him. He doesn't trigger, but I'm not chasing him. We're A-gap power, fellas. So I'm, I'm not going to chase him outside. We're going to blow out A-gap. That's our job. So if the tight ends guy's standing in there, we're going to blow it out. So here's our powers. You know, this is, we throw the ball and we throw a lot of our, our, you know, RPOs out of this, but, you know, right now, I mean, we're, uh, these are all our runs from this year. Miami of Ohio does a great job, one of the better defenses in the league. You know, they're, they're going to move on us. They're going to slant. They're going to angle. They're going to blitz on us like this, but here's your launches. Here's your gap integrity, everything we've talked about. And here, here's your guard. <clears throat> tracking that backer and banging him out. Now it's not a big bone crushing block, you know, but it's, it's what we ask him to do. Put him on the shoulder tip and keep him over there, man. Don't chase him. Don't anything else and just blow it out. Here's one to the same thing against Miami again. Now they're on the line game to get over the top. So we're working on our launch. You can see that left tackle actually reach out and grab the launch. He gets a bang. There's your tray. It's working up to the next level. And the guard's sticking his foot, hesitating, and then just banging this. Can I just say this, Coach, as an alumni of Ohio University, can I just say I appreciate you putting a bunch of Miami film on here? As, as <laughs> I'm going to get ready this year, man, because you know who went to Ohio. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. And they're going to, you know, and those guys are good, good defensive coaches, man. Oh, yeah, they're good people. And Miami's got a great staff. You know, Coach Martin's done a phenomenal job. Their old line guy is one of the best in the nation. I mean, you know, they're, and that's what's funny about this league, man. As a Mac, you know, I think about, I think about, you know, Ohio's got a great old line coach, Toledo, Eastern Michigan, you know, Northern Illinois, you know, he's phenomenal. I mean, they're, they're, and I learned, you know, just from watching film like everybody else, when you watch these guys every week in and week out, man, you know who can play. Yeah, that's that, the more I'm realizing, like, having listened to, like, so in the past year, I've talked to Rudolph at Ohio. I've talked yeah. to you. I've, talk, I've, I've, I've listened to Hallett. I've talked to Johnson at Ball State. Yeah, like he's a good, really good one too. Coach Johnson, hey, he's a really good one. I, 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 the more I realize how underrated I think you, a line coaches in this league, are. Um, just because I mean, just watching y'all's film, listening to you, all of you talk. I mean, y'all are extremely knowledgeable in what you do. And like I said, just watching this, I mean, how much I've learned just literally sitting here writing down notes as you've talked on this presentation and, and introducing some new ideas like the shuffle pull. And just how you teach 45s is just, I mean, there are efficient ways to do it that, that could be applied even at the high school level. 
yeah and i'm not you know again it's we all steal from each other there's no doubt but you know for us you know you you deal with and 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 i'm not hammering on the power fives but we deal with kids that you know aren't at the power five and you got to develop them man yeah you know you're looking at guys on this field that you know that uh there are guys that have developed themselves and done a great job. Here's a, here's a good example of swabbing the hole. Exact same thing you saw in practice, you know, with that left guard now blowing that out. Now the tackles should have climbed. That's why I said this was uh, this was two years ago, I believe. This might, yeah, this might have been the 19 season. It was a 19 season. And I, I don't teach off the deuce. I really don't teach us to, that backside or play side tackle to climb. You know, here he should have though. I mean, yeah. if you can bang him and knock him to, but fellas, we'll we'll ride that to death. And I'll and I'll tell the bowling guard, you're gonna have to like two linebackers on your shoulder, knock them out. And if they want to overrun it, we're in a gap. We're gonna hit a gap, so we'll go underneath it. You know, so we we teach it a little bit different. Here's a safety coming down. You know, we got an overhang coming. There's your tray. It's a great job. Here's that kid that's that's a right guard now. He was at left here. But you can see him actually stick that foot, bam. And now he's going vertical. Fitting the shoulder tip and we're through. And everybody thinks, well, you know, it's too slow. You're not going to get there. You know, I thought the same thing, but it times up just like this. And if Coach Johnson, a running back coach, yeah, he, he's phenomenal with our backs. You, you can tell their track is straight down a gap. Yeah. You know, so just some different looks at it. Zero is a really good linebacker. I mean, they, they were triggering now on us trying to hit the mesh point as soon as they read the down blocks. So we launched same picture in here. And here's one of our RPOs. You know, I, I don't even, you know, when I first started with Coach Lou, I might look down at me saying, what the hell? Give the ball. You know, you can see it right here. But <laughs> I, I've learned, you know, I don't even, you, most of the time you see me on the sideline, my headset, and that, that little mouthpiece is up unless he asks me something. You know, so, but here, here's your here's your RPO off of it. Fine with it. Another thing is we probably lead the nation alignment downfield too. Because we'll get some guys through there. Yeah, I don't say that anymore either. Just part of the job, man. Cost of doing living is what he tells me. Yeah, and, and let's be honest, most refs aren't going to call it anyway. So it's just I mean, well on us they do because those other coaches are in their ear before the game. So <laughs> just like in the MAC championship, man, and right off the bat we get called for it on a on a seventy yard touchdown. But oh. that's what's going to happen, man. Yeah, you know, and that that's you know we're. We're gonna work. We're gonna make some changes. We'll get better from them. Here's just our power read stuff. This is our quarterback power read. So different looks, you know, gapping in it. You're seeing um, we can pitch this and get vertical on it. Quarterbacks reading the man line scrimmage. You know, we're we're 45. We're zoning this three, gapping in it by the right guard. Now with our tackle or with our pulling guard on this left guard, I don't even want to see him mess, but he's swabbing the hole here. But we don't even touch that in. Yeah. And then we get vertical on this. And 
and we'll work a little hesitation and some things like that. When you're seeing the right guard hesitate to get that kid to come up field so we can get our read. And then we'll go right on our track. And we don't chase. It's a great example right here. Watch our left guard. We don't chase any play side linebackers on this play. We'll go a gap We'll go vertical. And honestly, this thing, I should have saw the left guard getting back this way. Because when the quarterback keeps it, he's going to wrap that thing back. Oh, that's beautiful, Coach. Just different ways of running, you know, different looks and how we run it and how we rep it. There's another one we're using motion with the, with the wide receiver, bringing him back in, and now he's our give guy. And we're leading two on the edge. Tight ends out there, and also the uh, our tailback is leading this too. Should see the left guard bang that and climb. He shouldn't be chasing that. He should be working back to his left. But that's just an example of the give of who we can, how we can change it up with the ball carriers and give it different looks. Same look. And here we got a attached tie well, our slot look, and we're going to arc the tight end on this or the arc to play side tackle to block the box on the give. Okay. And if they flow out, and there's your look, your guard's up the field, and quarterback's going to keep it. So different ways of running. It's a good job by a right guard here. He bangs the in, and, he, and honestly, I don't even want him touching that, but it's going to happen. He's going to bang it, and then he's going to climb. Yeah. So just some, just some different looks at it. These are our, our counter pulls, and again, I'm not I'm not a skip pull guy, fellas. I just don't, you know. I've I've had better luck with just keeping that that back foot down. And with us, I, I want us as fast as we can get. So he's going to work a little bit. Of, most linemen when they when when I watch them doing karaoke, I just cringe in summer camps because their feet are so damn bad. But I mean. This is the only time I ever, you know, here's a karaoke for you right here with your shoulders. But what I want you to watch is his shoulders. Yeah. And and most people are going to say, hey, you can skip pull and do that. That's fine. You want to skip pull, that's fine. I just think we get to it faster. And I, I call this a square pull. So he's going to kick that foot back, open the hip, hit the ball of the foot. But it's, and he's going to insert right now through a gap. But that's how we get to a gap with our tackles. So then I'll put the shoot up. They'll work your gorilla touch. Pretty much the same progression that you saw with our shuffle pull. But now we're working our square pull with the tackles on ab. Because the guard or center is pulling on this, working a check mark pull. So here, here it's together. So you're seeing the left side on the right, the right side on the left. You're seeing the check mark pull by the guards, kicking the end. And there's an A gap, the cones. So we're just opening and running. Like I said, I mean, and you hit on before, Coach, is, is I have to have guys that can run, man. Yeah. And here's a cougar look. So you're seeing our center pull. He's a guy on the far left. So our center's pulling. Our, our guards blocking back, sealing the gap, and then we're just, same play. We're just pulling a different person. Here's a cougar play side, working gapping unit. 
first an oaky look, a little good look at our check mark where our tracks are. Here's another cougar from the other side. Cougar center guard. They're changing responsibility. Now, if I want to work, and these guys struggle with this because the kid on the kid on the right, six and nine. You know, these are true red redshirt freshmen for me. They're gonna play a bunch for us. And he's getting a lot better. He's lost about 40 pounds, but uh just just getting them down to where they work the gorilla touch, just like I did with the guards on the shuffle pull. Yeah. You know, so they're working the square pull fit. You know, and then in practice, if I want to do a quick, I'll have them work just a quick insert, but they're working that 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 shuffle or that square pull, and they're going right downhill and working the gorilla touch. So just a change up. And here we're just putting it together. So we're working. Here's our ab look or our counter look. Just some different looks. Here's the backside with the cooler. So the center would be pulling on this and just how our guard works on finishing the backside. And this is a pod. So I just threw this in. This would have been a, a counter to the right. And how our guard finishes. And we'll step away. You can see the guard on this. It's not your 45 drill. We'll actually step with our right, capture with the right hand, seem so capture the hip. Yeah. And then work up field to seal. I'm not looking for movement on this. I just want it sealed off, create a wall on the backside. Yeah. So you can see him stepping with his left here. Here's a center pulling. And this could be a zone, it could be a stretch, it could be. You know, you know, we've changed it up a little bit. I mean, we can do some different, depending on what we're seeing that week, we can change it up a little bit. It's all the same drill. Finish with the hip, capture. Good look at our, watch our right tackle. He does a good job on this. But it's a gap. It's like the shuffle pulling power. Yeah. We're getting our deuce. We're getting our gapping in it. But I'm pulling now. We're getting a check mark from our center here. And he's just same drill. Different cat. A little bit different cougar. Gapping in it and pulling our tackle. I don't like our tackles pull here, the left tackle. You see him fall step and see him open his shoulders. But this is a bad example here. You know, again, we don't do everything right. But but see how he drifts? Yeah. That's the good thing about the shuffle pull too and the and the square pull is they actually come right off the hip of the deuce. That's where I want them. You know, and that, that you know, I, I should have mentioned that before on the shuffle pull. That puts that guard where he can see the combo of the deuce, and he should come right off that hip. Because any good linebacker is going to spill it and undercut it. Yeah. So these are our abs from this year. This this our counterplay to the left. believe that was like a third and 17 <laughs> we end up picking it up we just backed up just for good views so good look at our counter or counter place i want to see this right tackle like i talked about before he should tag that hip and climb yeah don't waste your time and he should have two gapped he should have knocked him in front of the guard's face 
great job by you know when you see the false step this is the hardest thing for tackles to do you see see the left tackle false step there yeah. and step up i could you know and i'm spending a lot of time this spring eliminating that and and to me just the weight's wrong in the stance man he's costing himself a step here but his shoulders are square there's your insert there's your gorilla touch fitting the shoulder tip and we're through Wyoming was a little bit different animal of how we worked our combos because we climbed a little bit quicker. Oh boy, they play this 4-3 look. So left tackle's wrong here. He needs to swab that out. Again, A gap, he should be going right through in front, blowing all that out. It's against Ball State. Couple years ago, good job out of guard. Here's your mess charge now. So when that guard opens and pulls on the check mark, and the check mark means we're getting in the line of scrimmage on the pull. Yeah. But he sees him come up field. He's got to be able to adjust on the run on this and get a piece of it, just enough to knock it out. But our guard, our tackle takes a good, good pull, gets through square, enough contact to give us a seam. this year now heavy pressure stuff we got flat calls going on on this so you're seeing our line go flat right now because they know there's going to be pressure and penetration so we take it out the guard knows it's going to hit quick on the flat call the right guard so and here we're putting a little lead tag on it so we're leading leading that with our tight end and our tackle does a good job at shooting that gap and getting up field with his shoulder square Same thing. Good check mark pull by the left or by the right guard. Tackles through square. And we got a decent scene. Here we're getting pressure. Should have been a flat call if we see it, but we can't. And we're working a little bit more. You can see our 720 block with our center here or two rolls, we call it a 720 block where we're gonna cut and roll twice. Good job our left tackle seeing this and adjusting and going flat on the linebacker pressure. We're just swabbing that out. So a bunch of different looks, different ways of running. This is our flash technique. So if, if we're not getting a kick on our counters, yeah, and we have a one technique on our play side guard, then we'll flash this. And it's just a quick pass set to get that in to hesitate or come up field. And then we're gonna work our kick off of that. We'll work this first in Oki front too. So we'll quick set it. We can lead, we can flash him with our tight end also. But if you watch a right, the left tackle here, he just rocks it like a pass set, gets that in to take a step outside, and we can come underneath it. And here they brought pressure, so the check mark ended up picking up the pressure. Okay. 
so we can set it up if we're not we're not getting the kick we like you know that we can we can put a little flash tag on there this is built in i can always go to this in a game and i can always get out of it too it's okay. a good job we just hesitate that with the right tackle he just hesitates shows a little bit of a hand like seeing take his time on that tight end steps down like he's going to seal it and he's out and there's our kick And again, the RPOs, I mean, a lot of stuff built in to what we do. Eastern, so we get a good flash. We're on the hip. And we're out. Cougar this went vertical. Tight end should have went inside. It should have went inside. This is a different play. So this is just our quarterback counter is all it is. So a different way to get to different ball carrier and put them back on the edge. I can let these run, Coach, if you got any questions about them. Okay. Any yard against these guys was was huge to me. It was one of the better D-lines we played since I've been here. Iowa. Yeah. As you can see, the crashing edge, we're not going to put the hit on the quarterback. And we're going to give it. That's his read. So it's just quarterback counter is what it is. Yeah. Just takes a hit off and different ways to get to it and give it to a receiver. Still run our counter. Nothing changes on the left for us. Good look at him. I'll skip to that and get to a couple more for you. This is our tight end. This is our tight end counter, but all the same stuff, buddy. Yeah, just minor changes, little tags. Yeah. Yep. So our guard does the same job. We can cougar this. We can pull the center. And now, now we got a crush by our right tackle. And now our tight end turns into our, our counter puller. He's the A-gap guy. So just some different looks, you know, and that and that's a good thing about being Coach Lou's system is, you know, we were number three in the nation this year in rushing offense, and that's behind two academies. That's behind <laughs> Army, Army and Air Force. You know, we're going to throw the ball quite a bit too. Yeah. You know, but that's that says a lot for you know playing Iowa and in Texas A and M and you know Maryland at the time was in the top ten. You know, so we've we've played some hammers. You know, and this year we play Washington, Georgia, and Oklahoma. You know, so what we do has to fit everything. Yeah. And, of course, the tempo helps us, you know, but, but we've got to be simple, man. You know, we can't, we can't change. We can't change, our, you know, what we're doing and be able to run, you know, while we hang our hat on and stay with it. And I'm a huge zone guy. You know, that's really why Coach Lou hired me to, you know, I wasn't such a big gap guy, but now, man, the gap stuff we do is, you know, I love it, what we're doing, and it's simple, like you said, Coach. Yeah, that's, that's like I said, that's the thing. I'm not, it's simple, it's easy to change, and I think the technique you've discovered, um, meshing some old stuff and some new stuff is kind of – Yeah, what's making and you, you got to do what your kids can do, man. You know, and I'm, I'm going to be honest. I mean, we are, like I said, we're – we're one of the weaker groups that, you know, O-line, you know, we've, we've got some work to do in the weight room, some things like that. We've got some kids that are getting there, but man, we're, we got to make up for it with technique and speed. 
you know, here our right side is this is a great play. Will we put in uh, this season? We put it in against Iowa. We blew the snap, but you know, we, we kind of hung on a little bit. But this is your fake kick, so we're going to pull our left guard here. He's going to fake that kick on that end. If you get an end that's really crashing and wrong arming and spilling this, we're just going to fake the kick and keep going, and then just we're going to give it outside. Rewind that for you. You can run down the slot and lead your tight end behind. So yeah. there's your fake. The end's going to try to undercut it. And we're going to bypass that, fake the kick, and go to the next level outside and seal it and run stretch. Here's a good look at it to the to our right. Watch number 11 here, the DN. I mean, we were running counter at him quite a bit. You see the guard drop the head, fake the, fake the gorilla touch and bypassing and go right outside because they were spilling us so much. So it was a great play. Come right back with it again. <laughs> Looks like the same play, but watch 11. I mean, he's, he's going to wrong arm that gap. We're gapping it up front. We're crushing. I mean, if you wanted to pull a tackle, put the quarterback on him, you can't, you know, but it's the same play. We're just running stretch off of that. Yet he's just another gap play where we're banging. We're, I'm going to pass it to center on this, and we're going to bang the hip and spin it. But it, it's your counter. It's your counter family also. But yet he means the Y and the tackle is what, what it means. Okay. And I showed it to you earlier. But the, but the, your tight end is going to kick now, and your tackle's running counter. The same exact thing. But now, now your tight end is your check mark pull. What I like about this is the backside gets to stay base, and if linebackers are reading your guards, it looks just like zone to the right. We're going to bang that hip. Watch the left guard bang the hip, and I'm going to pass up to center on this. We're going to get that. We're going to let that nose work up field a little bit, let him start to press and read, and then we're going to bang his hip and bounce up. This is our true ace look, where we're going to bounce that up to the backside back. So different ways to get to it there's a good look at it right here great counter pull by our right tackle big a just body presence man but he's getting flat a gap and he's coming right off that deuce frisco bowl we ran it not ideal against the 40 front but we will run it you know i'd rather see it versus an Oki, but yeah. same thing you can watch your left guard and center work back on this to cover it. And all they got to do is create a wall. I'm not looking for movement, but there's your 45 drills. And there's his working vertical. Against the 40, we'll run this to the right. Great job of gapping in by the right guard of seeing this. And bouncing down, but get enough seam to get it through there. So just some different looks. Here's our spring ball stuff. We'll be done by the time you put out. <laughs> now this, so, I'm, I, this, this I need to try to attend. I, I actually said the flyer downstairs, downstairs on my counter is your. Uh, yeah, come up, man. Is your because your clinic? Because. So. Yeah, we're we're uh, it's on the eighth. Is yeah. when we're having. Here's our clinic. So it's free. Bring your staff up. 
everything's free. The social's free. You know, we'd like to have you guys in on Friday, obviously. You know, we're going to have meetings. Um, you know, I'll talk. Coach Barton's going to talk, you know, and then we'll have a breakout. I'll talk in the breakout. But, you know, Coach Lou's going to talk. Coach Barton's going to talk. Coach Booker, who coached here before, uh, safety's coach for the Titans, he's going to come up and do it. But it's anybody around there, man, we, we'd love to have you guys up. And then, of course, in practice, you can come right on the field, come out in our drills, whatever you want to do. And then we'll scrimmage on the ninth. Okay. All right, coach. Well, I mean, I mean, I think that's a great way to end it, coach. I mean, you did a fantastic job. And um, I think coaches, um, as we start to wrap up here, um, like I said, there's a lot in there. I don't even know where to really start. Coach gave a lot of great information. Obviously, we talked a little bit before we even got to his presentation film that he's been putting together um, for, I mean, as, as we wrap up clinic season here. Um, but there's, I mean, the, I, I don't even know where to start. There's so much good stuff in there and so much technique stuff. Uh, there's one or two things you pull. There's 40 things you can pull out of there. So I think Coach did it. I mean, Coach does a great job. I, I meant what I said earlier in the podcast. I mean, I think the Mac has some of the most underrated O-line coaches in the country that do a fantastic job. Um, I know quite a few of them, and they all they're fantastic. Um, so give Coach's Twitter will be in the bio. Please give him a follow. Um, if you, I mean, if I, whenever I put this out in April or May, um, if, if you had a chance to go to clinic, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all that lovely jazz. Sponsors, check those out. All the tags will be in the bio. So if you want to go back to something specific, listen to Coach. It'll be there. Um, I appreciate Coach for coming on. Like I said, it's been about a year in work, and um, I'm glad he's getting healthy. And uh, um, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Coach. No problem. Again, if any, anything I can do for anybody, I mean, we're not you know, called directly. My number's on there, everything else. Uh, I'll send you this clinic um, or uh, the whole clinic. And then I also have a zone clinic I did too. I would teach our zone drills, you know, and, and that's another clinic that I did last year or two years ago, but nothing's really changed much on that. So anything we can do for you guys, man, we appreciate you, you coach for having me on and, and, uh, you know, Coach Lou sends his regards to everybody and our whole staff. And that's one good thing about this staff, man. We are not going to big time anybody. Anybody who wants to come up, we're going to spend the time with you, you know, because that's, you know, you're our lifeblood. We rely on you guys. We've got great Ohio kids in this program. You know, that's what we're going to win with, you know. So appreciate all you guys do, man. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you, Coach. All right, man. And that's another episode of the Gap Down Backer Podcast.